This is Blake 7 in Character, the podcast that travels at Standard by 5 to seek out elements from the classic TV show. We'll be taking a look at the one-off characters, and occasionally the not-so-one-offs. Who they are, what we think, the actor's backstory, and anything else that occurs to us as we waffle away. So, stand by to teleport, for this is going to be spoiler-heavy, so it's advisable that you watch the story first. Good afternoon, Ian. Good afternoon, Eric. Have you trouble with wind at the moment? Trouble with wind? Why is that? Oh, we we, we have like trees falling over and everything. Oh, here. I thought you meant me personally. Um, I thought that's quite a personal question. Um, <laughs> yes, it's very windy here at the moment. I think it's windy pretty much over most of the country. It is. I'm I'm, I'm glad to be home. I, I was yes. driving along the motorway earlier, and there were there were branches of trees horizontally. Uh, going across the motorway, <laughs> yeah, in the air, I must say, not yeah. on the ground, but in the air. It was like it, it was like that film Twister or something was like that. It was the English version past. of yeah, there were no cows, no. So no. the English version of Twister would be slight breeze, wouldn't it? Yes, your yeah. uh, basically your um, your wheelie bin moves yes. a bit. Yeah, yes. wheelie bin falls over, devastation. Yeah, yep. we we just got back from watching uh, Captain Marvel and uh, had to come down the. The local sort of dual carriageway, which is quite open, and you can now feel the car wanting to leave the road. Yeah, yeah. But we're we're, we're safe now. We're in our abodes, yes. aren't we? Yeah. And the, cat, uh, the cat's on my lap. All's well with the world. Your cat, actually, I'll be mentioning your cat at oh, the end right. of the episode. Oh, uh, you don't know anything about this, do she you? Hasn't been posting online, has she? No, I don't. I don't, I don't know. No, this is a surprise. She, she might actually know about this, and and that's why yeah. she's there because she's waiting for uh, her mention. Right. We can yes. we can probably get her to uh, to purr on cue. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, uh, here we are then in season four. Yes. Uh, normally trepidatious. Yes. Trepida- trepidatious. Trepidatious. You know, I'll um, take it. But. Uh, uh, actually, one this I, I've always quite liked this episode, but it was interesting watching it with a critical eye, mm. um, which I don't um, normally do. I watch it with half an eye asleep and <laughs> the other half yes. on my phone. Or... Yes, um, I, I, I've always had mixed feelings yeah. about this one. I, I, I really have um, because I, I do like, and we've said about this before on Blake Seven. They they have a stab at different moods. And, yeah, yeah. And this, themes, this is the horror they? episode. Isn't it's it? their attempt at a yeah. horror story. Yeah. You know, uh, a Frankenstein's monster or a mummy story. Yeah. And um, but it's season four, and um, and I think. I was trying to think of what this would be like if it had been a season one or two. I think it would have been much darker. It would have been more, almost like a Brain of Morbius yes, style yeah, would story, been, wouldn't it? I think there would have been... Although there's a few uh, lightning and thunder type things on the soundtrack, I think it would have been probably set on a, uh, a, a planet that's a bit Khan-like, wouldn't it? I think it would, mm. have, it would have been more aiming to, towards that way. Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting... It it tries. I mean, I you know, I mean, season four we we often sort of run down for being a bit pantomime esque, a bit a bit uh, lacklustre. Um, but it, yeah, you're right. It's nice that they're trying different genres, different types mm. of story. Um, I remember this from the f- first time around. I mean, it, it, this is the the sort of irony of my memory is that obviously I remember the season four pretty much the best from watching it because it was. Most you know, recent, most recent. It was, it was, you know. Although, what we we're still talking thirty years ago, aren't we? Oh, frightening! No. That's frightening. Um, 
weirdly, what just saying about that, because uh, uh, Captain Marvel was set in 1984 or 1985, and Anne was talking about it, and she goes, uh, one of the characters, she goes, oh, she'd be, she'd be in her 30s now because of 20 years ago. And I said, 1980s, not 20 years ago. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that natural brain thing, isn't it? 1980, 20 years ago. I don't like thinking yeah. like that. It, it yeah. depresses me. It's, it's like, oh, yeah. good Lord. You know, yeah, all, all these so anniversaries. So I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's 40 years this year, isn't it? It's uh, Alien. Yes, it's forty yeah, they're doing, years. Doing a cinema, um, limited cinema. Forty cinema years. Forty. Forty. Oh, God, that means there's, forty years ago I was at college. Forty years ago. Yeah, there's probably people listening to this that aren't even that old. No, unlikely. Unlikely. That's appealing yeah. to younger people. <laughs> Not really. Um, what was I talking about? Yes. So different, different styles. So yeah, it's nice that they 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 made a bit of effort on this one, and I remembered it. I remember it as liking it the first time around because I've always had I've always had a, a sort of penchant for for films where there's an unstoppable menace, so like your Friday the Thirteenth, Terminator, mm. where something's. I mean, it, it never makes any sense because these creatures always move slowly towards you, um, and 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 you're running from them. But mm. I think that's a very nightmare scenario, isn't it? That's we've all had nightmares where you know someone's chasing us. Um, so I think it's very deep in our psyche. Um, but I remembered it, and then when I watched it on VHS, it was, I mean, this probably, probably will upset a lot of people, I went out of order, so as soon as I got season four, I went and uh, watched Headhunter first. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, because uh, I bought, the others I all bought as they were released, and season four I didn't bother, because I thought, mm. oh, you know, I'm not a great fan, <laughs> and then um, I bought more than one job lot, so all, however many, you know, eight tapes or whatever it was, Um so went straight to Headhunter, watched it, and thoroughly enjoyed it. So it's probably of season four. It's the this and Rescue are the ones I have watched the most, and I think I'm happy to say I think it stood up. It's a it's got a few issues which I'm sure we'll go into. Mm. Some very major <laughs> plot holes that you could walk a large android through, um, but yeah, I it's got some lovely character bits. It's got some really good acting. Mm. Paul Darrow's on his best behaviour, I think, in this one. Sulin is amazing. There are two two moments in this story which are two of my very, very favourite Blake Seven moments are really? in this story. And like yourself, um, um, I remember this very well. Yeah. And it isn't a case of, um, you, you know, standing up and, and how I've changed because I, I've, I think of it the same now as I always yeah. have done. Um, but, yeah, we were saying about, you know, it could have been darker if it was season one or two, but it's not. It's season four, and because it's season four, you know, everything's very bright, isn't it? The costumes are very bright. Yes. Uh, everything's lit very bright. I think more than a horror story, I, th- I think now I, th- I feel it's more like a comic book story. Yes, you know, yes. this could be a Judge Dredd's villain, couldn't yeah, it? You could know? well be, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, season four is very comic booky anyway, and you're mm. right, this is especially so. I mean, even down to the... I know it, it would be financial, but the choice of when they finally do leave Zen and base, it's bright daylight. Mm. Which quite makes a quite a nice sort of juxtaposition, but imagine that if that had been night, mm. foggy night, with, you know, almost a Headless Horseman style, wouldn't it? It could have been that style of... of well, yes, I mean, uh, we've mentioned Doctor Who already, I'll mention Doctor Who again. Um, Pyramids of Mars, where you've got the mummies in daylight, yeah. is one thing, but when they kill the poacher or something and it's dark, that's yeah. far more creepy and far more effective, wasn't it? Yeah, I think... I think I mean, it also covers up a lot of uh, a lot of uh, suit problems, doesn't it? But mm. but yeah, it's, it's, I imagine they they couldn't afford to film at night. I mean, we've said before that night filming is very expensive. Mm. Mm. Um, 
and it it's it, it's very it does create a nice almost like you say comic book or fairy tale sort of quality yes to it um and but, that's where it belongs yeah. because the logic yeah. behind this oh, is ridiculous. <laughs> you lo- know, you, logic's you, logic, isn't it? You, you, you can't think think of this for for like two seconds logically. Um, and also, this is normally with Blake Seven. The problems that are on it, you can you can do a mental exercise and fix it with a few lines of script. I don't think you could fix the main. Issue oh no, there is, one. there is, yeah. and and I, I'll, I'll read it out when we get to it. Oh, but right. I've I've thought of a line because you always say, "Oh, yeah. it could be fixed with a yeah. line." There is a line I thought oh, of. That's interesting. But, but but we'll reach that. Is it but, right at the end where Avon wakes up and goes, "It was all, it was a, all dream. a dream." <laughs> <laughs> now that's yeah. Now that is a good one um, that I hadn't thought of. Um, this story as well. I mean, I I used to listen to it on my C nineties, and yeah. um, it's not a case of remembering the audio and forgetting the visuals because. I remember this story was featured a lot in the monthly, wasn't yes. it? Yes, it was. Uh, it used to get centre spreads and things like that of how to film the. Yeah, Nick Joseph, the man yes. who, who plays the robot, the stunt man. You know, he he was in that as well. You see him. Uh, I'll I'll have to scan it and. Yeah, there's a lovely photo Facebook. with him with his eyes blacked, oh, blacked out. Yes, yeah. looking out the chest bit. Yeah. Yes, I'm yes. Not, I don't think it works a hundred percent the way they do it, but I. I don't know. I mean, in, how else you're now do you it? could just yeah, you could just CGI it out, can you? But then not in yeah, 1980. How, how could you do it? Mm, mm. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll get to those parts. Well, let's get off then, shall we? Um, okay, so the story it starts with a really nice shot of the Scorpio. Yeah, I, I actually um, wrote that down because normally the Scorpio looks awful. <laughs> it's know. a bit fuzzy, yeah. but. We've seen worse of the Scorpio, yeah. haven't we? The, the, the whole the direction and editing in this episode is really good, actually. It, mm. it, it you know, there's well, it's old Mary Ridge, isn't ah, it? Oh, there you go. That's that's why then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah old yeah. Uh, professional. Yeah, and uh, th- this is an unusual one that I'd forgotten. Uh, Villa's getting dressed on the bridge. Yes, yeah. You get a nice view of the jumpsuits. Um, mm. Course coordinates eight five zero by two eight one. Just our luck to get this mission. It was our turn. If Avon rates this Mura such a genius, why didn't he come for the man himself? He probably just wanted to get you away from the base to avoid more bother over Muller's lady. I was a perfect gentleman towards her. That's what bothered us. Because sometimes you look at it, I mean, certainly before I started sort of making a few and doing models and that, um, I, used to, I thought they were two part, but this is all, it shows you that they're jumpsuits. And Villa's putting on his uh, Honda belt. Yes. <laughs> it always makes me laugh. But this is—I think this is a, this is a a, a really good beginning pairing because Villa and Tarrant spark off each other really oh, well. Oh, they do. They my, do. My my appreciation of my appreciation of Tarrant in this episode goes up because when he's, he seems to be when he's working with Villa, he, he's got something to work with, doesn't he? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think this is this is a good episode for Tarrant. Yeah, anyone who thinks we're anti-Tarrant, we're not yeah. totally anti-Tarrant. Sometimes he's okay, and in yeah. this one, yeah, yeah, no, I think he's really good. Yeah, I, th- I think the main problem with Tarrant is he's inconsistently written, as mm. as you've alluded to before, that he was originally written as one character, and then Stephen Pacey come on, and he becomes a different character. Um, Stephen Pacey, when he's good, is very good, but I do think that sometimes his uh, his lack of experience shows and it's not just him i, I uh, Josette simon i think shows well she she's 
gets a few duff lines in this episode, mm. um, which I think someone with a bit more experience would have perhaps handled them slightly differently, mm. or at least fluffed them enough that they had to retake it. Yes. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, Stephen, Stephen Pacey, um, yeah, I'm no, nothing against him as an actor. I've not seen him in, I can't think of I've seen him in anything else. But uh, yeah, I think this is this is definitely a good episode for him. And like I say, these these opening scenes with, in fact, any of the scenes with him and Villa on the Scorpio, are just absolute golden highlights. I, I never thought I'd say that a talent scene being a highlight. No, but. no. I I think with Taron, it's because he's got nothing to prove. When he's always yes. up against Avon, he's having to justice, yeah, justify it's a, yeah, himself. And right. he's two the, alpha males. Yeah, isn't the it? testosterone goes through the roof, doesn't it? Yeah. Whereas he's got nothing. Perhaps that's it. He's got nothing to prove with Villa, so his actual character comes out. He's not he's not acting for Villa because mm. he mm. doesn't deem him worthy of any effort. I have had. I've just had another thought though. The reason why he's he's you know uh, uh, very good with Villa here. You don't suppose this is post-coital, do you? Because there only what, seems Villa to be and Tarrant? yeah. There's only one right. bunk. Right, right so when we dressed. see Tarrant, yeah, yeah, he's getting dressed, and Tarrant's lying there with his hands behind the back of his head, smiling. Wow. <laughs> perhaps perhaps Tarrant's written that into the, uh, you know, the flight manual, <laughs> step four. Yeah, my my show yeah. note says we only see the one bunk. Did they share it or did they take yeah. turns? But now, after what you've been saying about you know the two of them are working very yeah. well together, maybe it is postcoital. Wow, wow, well, well, there's a bit of fanfic. Or if that you, if you, if that you mean, term that you said. What's this yeah. fanfic that's that, that that has lots of sex oh, shipping. scenes? Shipping. Yeah, yes. I imagine this scene launched a thousand ships. <laughs> to be honest. Um, next time you meet uh, Michael uh, Keaton, you'll have to ask him. So, were you shagging, shagging Tarrant on the flight deck? Well, the next time I meet him, you most probably yeah. will be there as well. We can we ask him together. Him, yeah. Yes, yeah, make him feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But anyway, they're in the Scorpio because they've gone to get somebody called Muller. Yes, yeah. So this is weird because they say it, uh, when Villa's complaining, Tarrant says it's our turn. How often do they do these mundane missions? Well, we've said before yeah. they they have to go off and get groceries and yeah, stuff like that. It's a Tesco and, run. Yeah, yeah. Tarrant has to go and pick up his magazine. But to be know. fair though, we've all got out to go out to Tesco to get some Mullers, haven't we? So this is true. This is very. It just fits perfectly. <laughs> And uh, Villa's been uh, chosen to, to go with him because he, he's got to be kept away from Muller's lady. Yes, yeah. What, what has he been getting up to with, uh, with Linda Bellingham? Yes, I was a perfect yeah. gentleman, he says, doesn't he? Yeah. And, uh, and they say, that, yeah, that's what concerns us. Yes. Um, but she's there. Yeah, our character of the week, Vina, yes. Linda Bellingham. She's down there on the base. Um, and she doesn't know much about Muller's work as their relationship is more... Ooh, yeah recreational yes it's very interesting i mean it's it's coded that she's his uh concubine isn't it mm. she's his she's been supplied to him to keep him happy mm. very much like um uh Koza mm. in yeah Weapon. with rochelle yeah, yes with rochelle. yeah um and also for some reason she they well for this reason presumably she's in a very cleavage heavy dress isn't she oh yes 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 um mm. i don't know about this recreational yeah yeah, because Avon says it with a smile on his face, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, there's no. I don't think this is even subtext. Is it? They're they're going as far as they can without saying she's his sex distraction. Distraction. Yeah. His reward for being a good scientist. She's certainly not his muse. She's she's no. not inspiring him to you know build more robots. 
No, she's a little bit wet, I think. Ed, not in a in a recreational way. Mm. I think she's a bit wet as a character. Yes. I can't, I can't see him, <coughs> pardon me, um, sitting up at night discussing robotics with her. No, 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 no. She she, she, yeah. she takes his mind off of it. Yes, you're she? right. Yes. yes, yeah, yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of cleavage on show. A very season four outfit she's in. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, very uh, lots of green eye shadow as well, isn't there? Yes. Her hair as well is so 1980s. Oh, yes. It's just unreal. Yes, yeah. And uh, she's saying that he's frenzied in his work at the moment. And yes. uh, Orak says that it's the result of his training by Ensor. Yes, another Ensor student. Yeah, so Ensor was a, yeah. Yeah, 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 he was a teacher. He was also a genius in cybernetics. Yep. Well, this is a new one. Cybernetics. That's different to what Orak is, isn't it? Cybernetics yeah. is a different study. But this is, this is sci-fi, isn't it? Where you, if you're a doctor or a professor it covers inverted quotation marks science mm. and science is one discipline that covers everything so mm. if you're good at this is the avon thing we say every week isn't it that he's mr exposition he knows mm. everything and but this is this is classic sort of sci-fi shorthand so because ensor was a genius at one area he's therefore genius at another. what worries me is the amount of students we meet that, or people that studied under Ensor. did he run a community college or something it's, mm. you know what when did he have time to do all this other stuff and was it on that planet that he's on yeah down in those tunnels yeah and wasn't he meant to be like a recluse and hidden for 20 years 20 or something years, yeah. yeah 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 and if he is a genius in cybernetics do you think his ultimate goal was to put orac into a robot body um, um, yeah, I think I think so. I mean, this this robot we meet later on is almost Orac in a robot body, isn't it? Just lacks a few of Orac's skills. I would have loved it if they'd have plonked Orac on top of the shoulders, so the stuntman was wandering around with an Orac mask. Well, we were saying in the yeah. Venglind episode, weren't we, that Orac on a trolley, he should have yes, had a, yeah. like, like, like wheels and that. that, that. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe Ensor was going to do that, but you know, he's he's a recluse on this planet, and he didn't have the resources. If he had had yeah. the resources, maybe we would have had. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, 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 he would have been like a robot monster type of thing, wouldn't he? He would have been, a, would have been a, 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 a robot body type, with yeah. a, a Morbius. Yeah, even yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, with this like ball on the top. Yes. Yeah. But but Orak prefers to be carried around by Sulin. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. No, not at all. All right, well, we'll get to that later. Um, on the Scorpio, Muller calls and he says there's been a change of plan and they've got to come and teleport him uh, from his lab instead of landing. Yes. And um, yeah. this bit doesn't make sense to me because Villa calls Avon, who's already listening in. Yeah. So how I, far away is this place? Well, I put this. There's no delay in communications at all. No. Again, I suppose it's a televisual... Um, shorthand but it, it, it especially does as it in this because like you say it's instant it's mm -hmm. like blah 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 muller stop avon did you get that it's yeah it's why is avon is avon just bored back at the base listening into all their conversations yeah. yeah or if they were having a bit of uh rumpy pumpy was he listening to that this mm. whole thing is descending into uh, slightly seedy territory. <laughs> we are shipping yeah. um and also the the question why is vena there you know, how long she been there? How did she get there? What Why did the they get her first? Yeah. Why did they bring her first? So, so was was Muller saying? So, he's Muller's approached Avon presumably and said, "I'm a genius in the uh, robot cartel." Lots of cartels, isn't it? Like, so. Yes. So he's a genius in a robot cartel. I want to come and 
work with you or I want to escape. I mean, he doesn't seem to have it bad where he is. Um, take my prostitute first. <laughs> That's my pro. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense, does it? Um, no, no. But there, so many things in this story. If you stop and think, yes, yeah, you've got to almost like we like we alluded to earlier. You got to almost treat it like a fairy tale. You just got to go along yeah, for the ride, haven't you? And if you do, it's a damn good ride. <laughs> you is, think it, about it. It's really good yeah. fun, but you can't stop and think no. for one second. Not for one second. Muller never talked about his work. I'm not a cyberneticist, Avon. He's always been dedicated to the perfection of... A machine. An ideal. Of which he never speaks. Our relationship is more... Recreational. I try to help him relax, yes. Forget work for a few hours. He drives himself to the limit all the time. Recently, he's been almost... frenzied. Who sets this frenzied pace? Muller or the robot development cartel? Muller's childhood sets the pace, naturally. You think it was Ensor's training? He was a tyrant for self-discipline. Ensor? The man who designed Aura. He was Muller's first teacher. One of the great geniuses in the field of cybernetics. Greater than Muller? Well, now, that remains to be seen. Avon reckons that, the, as you say, a cartel, the robot development cartel, are, are onto him. And he tells Tarrant to do what Muller asks. And uh, while he's doing it, that little device thing, communicator device Avon's using, I'm sure we've seen that somewhere else. And it's yes. not in season four. I'm no, sure that's somewhere it, it else. That familiar. burgundy yeah. brownie thing. Um, I'm sure we've seen it before. They probably um, just got it out of a prop department. Yes, in yeah. a prop room. Yeah. Um, the Scorpio arrives, and usually when uh, Tarrant is swaggering, um, it irritates me, but I think he's quite funny here. The way yeah, that uh, yeah. he says he's going to teleport down, and he stands there, legs legs wide, whips his gun out, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, it's quite funny. Where does because you notice in that shot that it's a, a slightly unusual angle. You notice there's a flight of stairs going up from the teleport bay, and I think where do they go? I don't know. I didn't notice. I was yeah. I, I was too busy looking at the perm. Ah, right. Well, yeah, I can understand that. They're, such manliness on display mm. it will draw mm. your eye um but no it's, yeah talent's really good he's do you think he watches avon and he watches how avon does it and he goes i'm gonna do that i'm gonna mm. i'm gonna i'm gonna fan my gun yeah but he's got the perm he's yeah, got the perm. yeah he's got the perm to carry it off i was just thinking um then um do you know who will row hood is no i don't know will row hood is in empire strikes back He's a guy, you know, just in the background when they're evacuating Bespin. He's in um, orange, uh, an orange he, boiler suit carrying the guy an ice cream. Is he carrying ice cream maker? Oh, yeah, right. yeah, I, yeah. I saw a figure of him. I, what? Yeah, you know, no, no. He was given the, the, the name the Will Rowhood, and the backstory for him is that that is the central core, the brain of Cloud City, and um, you know, it's just ridiculous. But because he's so it does ridiculous, sum up the why I don't like the EU. <laughs> no, but but what I like about it is the fact that fans love it. The fact that he's yeah. in there for like half a second. Matt over at Neozaz. Um, you know, adores Will Rowhood. He's one mm. of his heroes. And you have a fan base that, when they go to conventions, dress up as Will Rowhood. They all have, you know, orange boiler suits and an ice cream maker. It's and, a cheap, cheap costume, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking, wouldn't it be good at Blake 7 conventions if you have a lot of Tarrants turn up with the most ridiculous perms? What would you, you, know, would you call it? A perm of Tarrants? Is that a perm of Tarrants, yes, yeah. yes. And 
a swagger of talent. A swagger of talent, yes. Um, Harry Enfield, you know, the Brookside. Yes, calm yeah. down, calm down. Those, like, giant perms. You That'd could be actually, brilliant. You could actually do, like, a, a sketch show on Blake 7, and that could be one of the sketches. Three talents all doing the... Now and then, now and then. You know, <laughs> that would be quite funny, I think. Uh, all right, okay, let's get back on track. Yeah, he teleports down, yes. and uh, and there, we, there we've there we got Muller in a very Season 4 outfit. That outfit screams Season 4. Yes, I don't, I don't like the design of this outfit. Also... Given what we know later, how is Muller able to speak to Tarrant? Aha. Uh-huh. And why well, is Tarrant, why, why does Tarrant, why is he not immediately suspicious that, why has this man got his hood up? Right. This <laughs> is where everything falls apart yeah. for me. Yeah. Right up until now, everything's fine, but we're going we're to learn. not that far in, which is a bit of a worry then. We're not that far yeah. in, and we're going to learn that, that that's Muller's severed dead head. Yes. On a robot's on shoulder, shoulders, on yeah. a flat platform yep. of the neck. Yeah, there's no spikes. There's no. There's no spikes. There's nothing anything. holding it. Okay, and but it's talking, it's blinking, and it's emoting. Okay, um, and yeah, this is where it falls apart. But this is where I think one line could fix this. Yeah. Right, and the line would be have mentioned at the end that the robot was generating a, a hologram of his face yeah. or something on top of the face. He's, he's animating it in that way, you know? And, and I could have gone along with that. Or rather the, at, than at the end where yeah, 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 the head comes off and you've just got this shiny black plate on, on the stump of the neck. If you had some sort of wires and tendrils, you could have thought, yeah. oh, they went up into the head and attached themselves to the brain or the nerve endings yes. to actually animate it. But it's ridiculous. Yeah. There's no blood, and it's just sat on top of the neck, isn't it? Well, this this is you can you can work all these issues back from the writing process, can't you? Because you, I imagine it went something like, um, "We're doing a show. What are we going to call it? Oh, Headhunter. Oh, we can have headless uh, creature in it. Oh, we'd have to make it a robot, headless robot. Why is the robot headless? Oh, because um, the head that they're going to put him on is going to." restrain him oh well how and you can almost step it back and it it's a flawed process that they've had to do because it's like how did how does the how does he get onto the 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 scorpio how what how do we signal to the audience that something's slightly weird here Mm. or we got to have muller with his head missing and it it's sort of lots of lots of decisions probably made for the for the right intention but it just doesn't hold up. Again, if you yeah. think about it for Ooh, yeah. a, a millisecond, it yeah. all falls apart. Like I say, if if you'd have had it as a hologram, that solves it. But then you don't need to remove Muller's head on the table, so Tarrant would immediately recognise Muller, or mm. you know, mm. say, "Oh, right. um, if it was a robot head, you've got the same problem." So they've they've had to remove Muller's head so that they don't recognise him, mm. but it just doesn't work I mean, yeah even if they'd have had like i mean it would have been a terrible um shot but you know like uh where where the robot lifts the head off his shoulders and you see that it's got like a clamp or a base on it and oh he's done he's done something to to make it fit you know done a bit of surgery or something yeah but But yeah it it doesn't really uh doesn't really work but yeah, it, like forgive, you say, it, yeah, you forgive it. It's a fairy tale, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly that. Yeah, Muller, Muller, what happened? Huh. Leave it. 
Who's this? Came for me. This is an all sections security alert. An unidentified ship has been detected in unauthorized geostationary orbit. Anti-spy systems are now in operation. That didn't take them long. Here, put this on. Villa, you ready for our guest? Let's get on with it. Muller, what's wrong? Ah. Sorry, friend. Tarrant, what's keeping you? Tarrant, they've launched a flock of interceptors. We've got to get out of here. Muller's ready. Take him up. Ready. No. Send it back. Back. What the hell's the matter with you? The box. That box. Send it back. Send it back. This box will destroy me. Stand there, Villa. Get the ship moving. The interceptors. Back. The box must go back. Out. Send a course for base. Maximum power. Tarrant asks Muller what's happened, and he replies that, and, and pointing to this plain yes. black box, and uh, tells Tarrant to leave it. And we also see that there's a body under the table. Uh, we don't see that the head uh, isn't that no. the head's not visible. They and, go to great pains not to show yes. the head because they can't because it's just a stuntman laid there. Yes. To the point where when the guy later on comes in and looks under the table, he has to do it in such a weird <laughs> fashion. <laughs> It, it it just becomes bizarre. Did you yeah. notice as well? Tarrant beamed down, uh, teleported down. Sorry, uh, with no clipping his gun again. Oh, I didn't notice. What's I was looking at the perm. The sorry, yeah. I was looking at the perm. Yeah. Um, Muller says that uh, that person under the table came for him, and uh, yeah. and it's at that point the alarm goes off. Yes. I, I I didn't realise, and I I don't think I would realise uh, if we hadn't done uh, um, Gambit a little while ago. Uh, that that's that's Gambit, the robot from Games. Uh, that's the computer voice uh, Gambit from Games. Oh right, Belkov's mate. I bet they got uh, got her to re to record it while mm. they were doing that. While they were doing yeah. it, yeah. Um, so, uh, and and Gambit says that the Scorpio has been detected, um, and then that bloke comes in, yeah, and he's knocked yes. out by Tarrant, and yeah. uh, and then we get we got a le- the most hilarious scene in the whole show, which when you think this is about a headless robot, that takes them doing is. Muller trying to put the bracelet on. Yeah, <laughs> it's as bad as Dockley trying to put the coat on, uh, isn't it? It's, it's just hilarious. It's, it's like, but game. I mean, the game. They, they carry on. Keep trying to put this yeah. bracelet on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, wouldn't you turn to the director and said, "Yeah, this ain't gonna work." <laughs> yeah, take two or just yeah. have a rethink. I don't understand how he teleports up because he's a robot. He's a robot. Yeah, that's like putting the teleport bracelet on a a, a coffee table. Yeah, and it teleports yeah, every, up whenever whenever they lay it on something and and try and teleport, it should beam up the floor plate or something. We've just had it, didn't we? When yeah. we were talking about yeah. you know the effect of when Jenna they try teleporting the bracelet yep. when Jenna's not wearing it, nothing happens. Yeah. Unless the bracelet detects that the thing it's on has some uh, meat, previ- yeah, some meat, some previously alive. Yeah, meat. I was thinking like the Terminator. Yeah. You know, the yeah. term- the only thing that can go through uh, that has to be wrapped in flesh. Yes. Um, yeah, so maybe they it detects a bit of meat, 
Um, but if that's the case, if you put the bracelet around a coffee table and there's a ham sandwich on the coffee table, would yeah, that, would that teleport? It would. And that would stop them having to do supply runs to Tesco's. If only they realised. There you go. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, put, yeah. Put, fill the shopping trolley with meat products, teleport bracelet around the handle. And away, away it goes. Yeah. Away it goes. Yeah. Um, as they go to teleport, Tarrant, for no reason other than, yes, you know, that, it's the yeah. plot, decides to take the box. Yeah. It's, it's not like it's an even interesting box, is it? It's not like it would catch your eye. No. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I put that radar down. It's like, why does Tarrant pick up the box? I mean, he has to, again. It's the, it's, it's the plot. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no reason for him to do it, but he grabs it. Yeah. But they go up to the Scorpio and, um, yeah, he starts freaking out. Omula starts freaking about, yeah. send it back, he's going, you, doesn't he? Did you notice as well, he managed to break the console when he's hammering down on it. Yes. And, yeah. and it's bits yeah. are flying off. The, the guy is, te- the, I don't know who the actor is, or even if he is an actor, he's awful. He's awful now, but mm. if that's him doing the robot voice later, he's really, yeah, really that, good. that's really good. Um, but as a human, I mean, that doesn't say much for the actor, does it? As a human, he, he's crap. As a robot, he, he's good. He, he is terrible, yeah. isn't he? He is terrible. Um, yeah, and he has this terrible fight with Tarrant. Um, yeah. And he Tarrant loses it as well, doesn't he? Yes, and, and yeah, Tarrant loses in this really crappy way. Yes. Um, um, before being knocked out by Villa with a space spanner. Yeah, Villa's space banner saves the day. I I do like that they sort of play on Villa after it's like, why did I, what what was I thinking saving Tarrant? I do mm. like that. No, I like the line because, yeah. you know, Tarrant says to Villa, you hit him a bit hard. Yeah. And Villa comes back with, he was going to kill you, I would have been next. Yeah, That's why Villa. he saved yeah. Tarrant, yeah. because if he doesn't, then he will be killed. He wasn't saving yeah. Tarrant, he's no, saving right. himself. Yeah, per- perfect Villa logic. Very yeah. crafty, that. Yes, yeah. perfect Villa. Yes, yeah. Um, Tarrant thinks he's dead. Uh, so well, they put... Tarrant, Tarrant feels for a pulse mm. in his neck, the <laughs> neck of the dead head that's just jammed on the shoulders. Why yeah. didn't he? Why didn't, why he didn't the head fall yeah. off? Yeah. Do you know what? Now that we've got CGI, you could you could do this where when the head falls off or when he puts the head on, you could see like ten you know metallic tendrils yes. going up and grabbing it, and do, you could do that. You couldn't then Velcro probably. Yeah, yeah. Velcro, yeah, you could have a Matrix style yeah, tendrils yeah. going under the skin and stuff like that, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, it could be quite nice and horrific, but they yeah. just they couldn't do it, could they? Yeah, he, he thinks he's dead and he puts them in the medicapsule. I don't think we've, we've ever, ever seen, seen this medicapsule before. Yep. before, and I don't think we ever see it after this. No, um, it's um, plot convenience. Yeah, it's on a, it's on the side of the ship we don't normally see, isn't it? It's the other side of the teleport bay. Mm, oh, I suppose. And, mm. and is that where those steps are then? Oh, no, the steps are on... So you've got the teleport bay, and then just to the left of the teleport bay, you've got some steps going up. Oh, and then right. this is to the right of it. Oh, um, okay. So I think they've rejigged the entire flight deck for this episode. Oh, okay. Because right. did you notice as well? And I, don't, I mean, you don't normally see it, so they might all, always be there. But because the direction is so nice in this, some of the shots are looking sort of from a low angle upwards. Mm. And the sets go on for quite a bit above their heads. Has it got a ceiling? There was no. It doesn't go as far as the ceiling, but it goes up further than you would expect a set oh, to go okay. up. Okay. I, I don't think it was like a matte painting or anything. It's. I think they just. I think they've just rejigged the set. For oh, okay. All right. Um, at this point, Slave's voice has changed, um, but they yeah, don't notice yeah. it. Um, but you, you know, as that, a viewer, we notice it straight away, though, isn't it? It's yeah, and that's a nice nod well that, done, that, yeah. that that things are uh, happening. Um, and Villa's uh, been told by Tarrant that he's got to tell them down on the base what's happened. Dead. 
Easy. Just sit down. How? After they teleported him onto the ship, he turned violent and had to be restrained. He was never violent. Never. Here. Never, I tell you. Under the circumstances. What circumstances? What? Trouble getting him out. Resistance from the cartel people. A fight. Spies! They, they wouldn't fight. They fired interceptor missiles at the ship. I'd say that was a reasonable imitation. Drink this. What sort of people are you? Any action Villa and Tarrant were forced to make was purely defensive. Murderers. Try not to be stupid. We needed him alive. His death serves no purpose for us. Yes. Yeah. Tarrant's like, uh, no. Because Villa's like, we're going to tell him. And it's like, no. Tarrant's like, no, no you're you going to tell him. Yeah, and that's good. I don't mind yeah. Tarrant. This isn't the yeah, bully boy is, Tarrant, yeah. is it, that we um, this is, this don't is like? This is quite human and logical. Yeah. I do that. like as well, he says, careful how you say it. Remember who's down Remember there. Remember who's down there. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. good. So if he was like this all the way through, I think he would be a, a great character. Yeah. He's we not. needed more moments yeah. like this. Yes, we really yeah. did. Yeah. Um, and Vina is told, and I really like how Avon, he goes to console her, but he doesn't know how to. Yeah. Um, so he, he gestures to Suleen to, to do it. it. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know. He, he's, he's a cold fish, isn't he? Yeah. So uh, he, he, he beckons to Suleen, who yeah. does a, so. A, I mean, all the crew are good in this, but Avon is is back to being the Avon we know and love. There's mm. no There's no overplaying or... Or any, no. you know, what I mean, it's just it's he's logical, he's really nicely characterized. Like you say, he's I love it that the fact that he's sort of he's got sympathy, but then it it immediately switches off when mm. he, she goes just a little bit too far. Yeah, that's that's just yeah. about to come up. Yeah, um, superb scene. Just before that, though, uh, good lord, I mean, we've said before about Linda Bellingham's uh, cleavage, but yes. when Sulin pours that drink and oh, bends yes. over. Yeah. Oh boy, they're nearly popping out. Yes. It, it's like yeah. I'm watching one of her Jane episodes or something. It it's yeah. like, good lord. Yeah, it's quite. I mean, again, they, they don't seem to refilm anything, but it's quite. For the, In for your the face, rest of isn't the, it? Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm glad they didn't refilm it, but. Uh... <laughs> it's a freeze frame moment. It is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that. No, you know when you do the screen grabs for Facebook, <laughs> you can have a cleavage count. Uh, yeah, a cleavage count. We've yeah. never talked about that before on this show. No, <laughs> no. Um, well, but, we have, but it was Villa and Blake's. Yes, 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 yes. This is a nice counterbalance. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, but that moment's coming up now when uh, yeah. Vina says to yeah. um, um, to Avon, what sort of people are you? Murderers. Yeah. And, and I like that glare that he gives. Oh, uh, she's, she's gone too far. It's, I mean, this is a lovely scene because Avon immediately sides with... Villa and Tarrant that whatever they did they was did, necessary yeah it was necessary and it's when she goes against that and yeah she calls murders and it's uh, try not to be stupid yeah, yeah it's so it's like icy delivered brilliant what a, a great Avon line and and followed up by him saying you know his death serves, serves us no purpose you know yeah. great acting from Paul Darrow oh superb Re- yeah. really good yeah and he says they'll try and resuscitate him uh, when he gets back to the base and uh, and back on the, that planet, that bloke wakes up and reports what's happened and says he doesn't know if Muller's dead or not as the 
body doesn't have a head. Yeah, this is a this is a character so boring. He just goes by a number, doesn't he? It's too. This far guy, yeah. right? For research for today's uh, recording, I I am DB'd him because yeah. I'm sure he's famous from something else, and oh, it's right. like I know you from something else. Maybe it's a Doctor Who or something. But nope, he I know him from this story. Yeah, I only know him from this one story. This is the trouble with. Um, Stuff that you watch endlessly and love, you be, it becomes so familiar to you that your your brain sort of you're you're getting that deja vu, even though it's from the thing you're watching that you know it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had had this quite a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Villa wants to open the box because you yes, know he's Villa's Villa. Great, he, yeah, 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 absolutely um, great. Yeah, and Terence says to leave it. Um, Villa goes touches uh, again, and there's yeah. this power surge and turbulence. Yeah, which gives us a, a horrendously clear view of the uh, studio floor, mm. and they haven't even tried to do anything. So it's covered in uh, camera scuff marks. Yeah, and and lines, and it's like, oh, you could have at least because they were allowed to paint the floors. Mm. Presumably that added an extra 20 quid to the budget they couldn't have afforded the <laughs> couldn't afford it yeah yeah and it's at this point that they notice uh there's a difference in slave yes uh he's starting to throw off his shackles and orac down on the base it says there's an external influence at work yeah well, we get that we get a lovely line as well is it tarrant that says it where he says slave appears to have thrown off his chains yes I thought yeah that was a brilliant line yeah, no, might, I, I, another good Tarrant moment, yeah. yes. And uh, he says it's external, uh, but internal to the ship. And that's when Avon says, what have you got up there besides yourself, a half-wit and a corpse? Yeah, again, it's cracking script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Villa tries opening it again, and yeah. there's the turbulence again. Uh, the ship goes off course, and Slave refuses to comply. So he's yeah. turned off. And that's when Tarrant says, trying to pilot this ship without a flight computer is going to be hard work. I thought he was a great pilot. Well, we know from games that he can't He's land not. the ship. <laughs> he never got to that lesson. He left before that. Yeah. He did take off. Didn't he do can, landing. He can put things in orbit, but he yeah. can't land, land things. Yeah. There you go. There's, there's more of a backup for it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, they can't land the Scorpio, so Avon says they will park it in orbit and yeah. will teleport down, and they can worry about the details later, to oh. which Orak disagrees. Yes, Orak knows at this point, doesn't he? It would be prudent to worry about the details now. When did you start offering gratuitous advice? It is not gratuitous. I don't remember asking for it. How's the ship doing? It's holding course. Drive unit and directional functions remain operating when under manual control. Ask a stupid question. You did or want me to? All right, he's worrying details. Be specific. It will be necessary for me to operate this teleport terminal in such a way as to jam the teleport terminal on Scorpio, thereby rendering it inoperative. What? Why? Should that be necessary? The cause of the circuit pulse fluctuations in Scorpio's systems is as yet unknown. So? It is imperative to establish that cause in isolation. Quarantine. This is a, a, a brilliant ORAC episode. Yeah, it really is. Superb, yeah. You know, and I like this here with Avon, where Avon says, when did you start offering gratuitous advice? And I don't remember asking for it, you know. Now, if this is Roger Parks writing without any Chris Boucher influence, I think he's got a brilliant handle on the characters. Yes. He really if, has. Yeah, if this is Roger Parks, because we, with last week's as well, I think he's one of the great unsung Blake Seven writers then. Because mm. mm. you know, he's, he's got these characters 
off to a tee. He's nailed them, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Orac says that they need to disable the ship and put it basically into quarantine. Um, and we've got a terrible computer countdown next. Oh, yeah. Which isn't in real time. No, I wrote that. It's too slow. It's too slow. Like, what's the point? <laughs> they of are not seconds. Too slow. <laughs> um, but they manage it. Tarrant manages to put it into orbit, and they yeah. they're told the bad news that they can't come down. Yeah. Um, have we have we seen Zen on the planet before? Because it looked very green to me. I think we did. Oh, I think there was an establishment one, yeah, in our Dorian episode, um, and we do see uh, uh, the Scorpio approaching it. Um, it's not green down there, is it? It's just a load no, of Buddleia no, in yeah. a quarry, um, apart from what we're going to see in a minute, yes. you know, at the end of this. Yeah. Uh, Slave is put back online, and straight away the life support fails. Yeah. Tarrant, Villa, respond. Reactivate the teleport. Wait! Situation. Total systems failure. We're dying up there. Not yet. They won't have long. They have oxygen units and suits. In the dark? Under those conditions? Orak, they must be left there. To die? There is no option. To reopen teleport contact could expose the base to undefined systems influence. Oh, you'll have to do better than that, Orak, if you expect me to kill them. Rescue suits. Restore the teleport to normal function. I urge you not to... Restore the teleport! Very well. It's really, this is gripping stuff. It's really well done. I mean, even though I was watching this to, to make notes, I, you start getting drawn into it. It's, it's a really good episode, I think. This yeah. bit coming up, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's up there. It's in my top 10 yeah. Blake 7 moments because Dana wants to teleport because uh, they're going to be dying and, and Avon yeah. says to wait. He checks with Aurak. And uh, as I say, I mean, this is a classic. Um, you, you, you know, you've got to leave them up there to die. And Orak says, no option. And I love, I adore yeah. the, the, the line, Super. oh, you have to do better than that, Orak, if you yeah. expect me to kill them. Because he would, if there was a reason enough, he would leave them to die, mm. which is brilliant. But even he has lines that, to cross them, he needs a good reason. Mm. Um Paul Darrow is absolutely superb in this scene. You can see the quandary. Yeah. You can see him mulling it over and, and weighing things up. And I, it's a beautiful moment. Oh, you'll it's, have to yeah. do better than that, or I can you expect him to kill them. It's, then it's you've got shame, that. Yeah, it's a shame that at this point, sci fi was never sort of considered for BAFTAs or anything like that or television mm. awards. Because Paul Darrow deserves something. He right. He's superb. I mean, I know we, we often criticize he goes into pantomime. But not here. When he's got a good script, mm. when he's got something to get his teeth into, he's still superb. Oh, he, this is a know. fantastic moment. Yeah. Because you've got that big pause, haven't you? And then it's like rescue yeah. suits and Orax says, you know, and, and he says restore the teleport and yeah. Orax. Yeah. And the way he shouts, restore yeah. the teleport. He's actually got spittle. Did you yeah. notice the spittle yes. coming yeah. out? Yeah. 
it's brilliant. It's it's the only word for it. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. What what happens next isn't so brilliant. I mean, no, bless them. They, suits they, they, are rubbish. Yeah, no, no. Before the suits, oh. before the suits, we got a shot of the interior of the Scorpio, and they've tried bless them with yeah. a glass shot of stalactites. Yes, I don't down. know. They 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 emerged very quickly. This frost, isn't it? Doesn't the Scorpio flight deck look so much better with the lights off though? It does. Yeah, I mean, if all Amazing. of this story yeah. was lit like this, it would have been creepier. Yeah. If the but, whole of whole of Blake Seven on the Scorpio was lit with a mm. bit less super bright, the set yeah. looks so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, what I don't like, I mean, as I say, bless them, they they, they tried with a glass painting of stalactites. Yeah. But did really you work. notice that the, the the chairs and the consoles they've just put like white plastic? Yes. Yeah. To, to, yeah, to the note frozen over. Yeah, it's like cellophane yeah. everywhere. Oh dear. Um, and Tarrant and Villa are in these rescue suits. We don't really see them properly because of the lighting. Um, Tarrant's putting Villa's helmet on. Yeah. Um, and uh, down on the base, we've got more excellent dialogue from Avon and Orak about only following orders. That's not very original. And Orak comes back with, there's nothing original about domination, yeah. as you'll soon discover, which uh, gives a puzzled look from uh, Paul Darrow. Um, why the bloody hell doesn't Orak just say what he knows? He yeah. obviously knows the situation, okay? Um, we've seen before where he'll offer advice to save himself, and he's going to do it later in this story, yeah. but I guess he just doesn't realise what is up there. He knows enough to know that the threat is there. Well, I wonder whether whether uh, the Muller robot is, even at this point, trying, trying to control Orak. Mm. And restricting him to the point where it's not letting him oh, be too that precise. Might be and he, so he's being, he's being, because even with Sulin later, he's a little bit cryptic. Mm. Um, I suppose from a from a practical point of view, they couldn't have him saying it because that's the end of the episode. Mm. Oh, we'll just eject the robot. Um, but yeah, I I thought about this when it was on. I thought, is this really clever? Is this quite nice scripting that he can't tell them? Mm. You know, it'd be nice to have a line at the end to say that, yeah. but then you know, this is what this is why we keep coming back to these programs because no, it's not all sort of uh, you know it's not all laid out for us. Mm. You, you mm. can read into a lot of this what you want. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Well, here they are. In come the rescue suits, Dana yes. and Sulin in their rescue suits. I remember at the time hating. Uh, these rescue suits. Uh, I still do. I, th- I think they're rubbish. They're... No, I don't mind them now oh, because no. I'm I'm far more forgiving of season four now than I used yeah. to be. But when this was transmitted, when this was in yeah. Blake Seven Monthly, it's like this is rubbish. Give me season one. Give me season two. Um, but no, they now it is comic booky, isn't it? I mean, you yeah. don't believe for one second that's a rescue suit. That's some horrible design boiler suit with a, a crash helmet on the top. Yeah, it's like it's a bit like. Later on, when everyone starts using Formula One fire suits for mm. spacesuits, and it's but this just looks terrible. Although, having said that, I will go so far as to say that uh, when she takes her helmet off, Sulin in the suit still looks amazing. Yes, there are She's, lots yeah. of sigh moments in this, yes. I must say. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, they go up and they bring the two down, and uh, Avon says he'll go up, and uh, yeah. Vina wants to go with him. Um, and while I don't this know why is, Avon lets her. To I don't know. I don't know. He is showing some compassion, though, isn't yeah, he? I mean, you know, as far as he can. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But all all the while this is happening, we've got the teleport effect go on, go off, and we see shoes walking around on the base. We don't see who yeah. it is, but you know who else can, can it be? Yeah, I was going to say we we can sort of narrow it down to a suspect of one, can't we? A suspect of um, one. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? 
the teleport is so much better when you don't see the effect. Mm. You just see the lights reflecting off stuff. Yeah, you just have when the lights. Saw, yeah, yeah, when you saw it earlier with Talon, I, I, I'm, I'm, I always forget how bad it is compared to the brilliant Liberator one. Mm. And you watch it, and you go, oh. No, it, 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 oh, yeah. yes, yeah. Um, Sulin is minding Tarrant and asks yeah. Orak well, and to which he replies, uh, Prospects terminate. Well, Orak? Prospects terminal. Terminal? The survival of organic humanoid life is improbable. Are you talking about Villa and Tarrant? All organic humanoid life throughout the galaxy is at hazard. Let's stick to medicine, Orak. Leave the philosophy for later. For now, just cure these two humanoids. You would do well, Sulin, to heed the prospects. These two, Orak, now! Sulin works really well with Orak. There's some lovely double acts in this, isn't there? Mm. So, like, Tarrant and Villa work really well. Um, Avon and anyone works well. Mm. But Sulin and Orak, they really play off against each other well. Did you notice as well, though, they... They, it's that this scene starts off with a close-up of the medical panel. It's bloody filthy. It's absolutely diabolical. And this is the medical <laughs> centre. Yeah. Mm. But no, yeah, they are great together. I mean, Sulin is almost Avon, the way she uh, puts Orak in his place. Um, um, but there's a, as good as this moment is, there's a better moment coming up. Um, between the two of them. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, yeah, but, definitely. Uh, yeah, Avon and Vina, they go up to the ship and they find out that all the life uh, support systems have been restored. Everything's back to normal. No melted ice, did you notice? No, no, I mean, no we've, we, we had stalactites yeah. like 10 minutes yeah. ago. No why was, puddles Why was anywhere. there so much moisture in the air to create that? Did you did you like Avon's pointing, though? He's awesomely silly. It's brilliant, though. It's It's such a wonderful moment. This is, yeah. yeah, we've just been praising Paul Darrow, but there yeah. are moments in this story where he, he goes into panto yeah. mode. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, the whole point in terms, say, right, teleport. Yes, yeah. it's ridiculous. Um, and uh, there's no Muller up there. Yeah. And, uh, and They're again, Muller light. <laughs> no, they are Muller light. <laughs> um, and you get Paul Darrow's dramatic gun pull. Yeah. Um, yes. He does pull his weapon very well, but it's so. He has a way of getting it. his yeah. weapon out, doesn't he? He does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, uh, Fanar sound effect. Sid James. Uh, wah, 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 wah. Wah. <laughs> Cackle there. Yes. Um, Sulin has finished her work, and she says uh, to Orak, "You can talk philosophy now if you want." Yeah. Really nice. Brain and organ functions normal. Prognosis healthy. Good. We can discuss philosophy now if you want. All organic humanoid life faces domination and eventual extinction. Nothing lasts forever. Evolution has already passed you by. Very soon now you must give way. To what? Your own cybernetic creations. You, for instance. It is vital that you render me inoperative. I'm sorry. You must then conceal me, securely, until you destroy the intruder, if you can destroy the intruder. Anything's possible when you're as insane as I obviously am. You must believe me, Sulin. I think I do believe you. That's what I meant about being insane. Then you'll do as I ask. Why not? Now. No sooner said than done. It's a lovely scene. Um, it's really good. And Orak is chilling, absolutely chilling in it. It's, yeah, the way he says evolution yeah. has passed you by. Yeah. 
I mean, that's what people are saying today, aren't they, about yeah. in the real world, you yeah. know, about um, AI and everything. Um, evolution yeah, has passed you by. But it's weird that just the, a conversation between the two characters, Sulin and Orak in this, is so much more chilling than whole other shows can do in, like, mm. showing, you know, with action scenes and things like that. This is, again, it comes back to why we love Blake's having great scripts. Mm. And, and it's good actors. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Actor. And she's really good in this because, you know, Orak says, Could you must hide me. <laughs> you must hide me until you destroy the intruder. Yeah. And, and I you... love, any other character would be, don't be stupid. It's like, she's like, oh, I'm game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? She says, well, I must be yeah. going insane because I do believe you. Yeah. And she's, she's going to do it. She's not stupid, is she? She's nope. a really intelligent character. Yeah. My estimation of Su Lin has gone really oh, yeah. Definitely. upwards uh, since we started this show yeah and i know we we make a lot of comments about how, how beautiful um glenn's barbara is and that but she i mean she's a superb actress mm. and she plays it so well and the character is very well written i had always written her off as a replacement callie mm-hmm. not very interested in guns and it's not she's she's really well characterized because mm. i can remember when this was first transmitted not liking her because of that reason yeah, your replacement for Callie yeah. and I was resentful of the Scorpio I was resentful yeah. of all the design choices and the production values because it's not my Blake 7 it's yes. not the and uh, I, I, continuation of yeah, season and 3 I, I, I agree entirely I think I was the same I mean it went, I'm not saying season 4 is brilliant because it's mainly awful um, but like I didn't I never liked the Scorpio because it wasn't a Liberator yeah. but now I look at it and go, okay, I can appreciate the design work has gone on. I didn't like the clip guns. They weren't the Liberator guns. Now I look at them and go, well, okay, yeah, I can appreciate mm-hmm. that. And it also, I think it's, when a show's fighting its own past, that's never good. Mm. That shows that, that you know, it, something's gone horribly wrong. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a shame. I think it was picking up again. It um, was towards yeah, the end, yeah. Towards the end, yeah, just yeah. in time to be properly cancelled. Yes. Um, there's the shadow of Muller goes across uh, Tarrant and Villa as they sleep. Um, And Avon and Vina go back down with the box uh, to find that Dana's been knocked out by a stranger. Yeah, why why wasn't she killed? I mean, not just that I want rid of the character, but why why didn't... That's a good point, Why didn't the mysterious person... I don't want to spoil the (laughs) secret. uh, why uh, Why didn't it just kill her? He's already killed Muller. Yeah, yeah. He's he's shown no compulsion, and I know it's it's the hero exemption card, but yeah, the, it would have been much stronger if they'd have come down and found her decapitated as well or something. Mm, mm. I'd I'd have borne the loss of the character. <laughs> they believe Muller's been alive all all along, yes, yeah. um, and that Slave must have uh, given the not, wrong diagno- diagnosis. It's not a bad yeah. That's not a bad thing to jump to. It mm. makes more sense than thinking, oh, it's a robot. Mm. Mm. And they realise Sulin and Orak are missing um, um, when, um, you know, Tarrant and Avon come back in. And they blame Muller. Yeah. Um, and that's when he comes in. Yes. Uh, taking off his teleport bracelet. Um, Vina runs across to give him a hug. And uh, he kills her in a what is basically a wrestling hold, isn't it? Yeah, she gets the hug of her life, don't she? Yeah, I like Avon's Muller when, yeah. when he does it, um, but the the, the 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 fight and the trying to stop him the is, fight, is, yeah, is, is not very good, is yeah. it? it we, um, we've always said that fights, BBC fights, are never particularly good, and this again is is not 
well done at all. I I don't like the the choices the guy that's playing the Muller robot and Muller's meathead. I don't like what he does with it. It's it, it's really weird. Like say the noises he makes. Mm. It's like what what's he doing? He hasn't got lungs. How is he talking? Yeah, is There's he no doing? air going up through that yep. voice box. You know. <laughs> oh, wouldn't blimey. it be better just to have an absolutely dead face? Yeah, he's not making a noise. He's not. Or the speaking. hologram switches off, and suddenly you've yeah. got this cadaver's face. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. No, it's rubbish. The fight is rubbish, and her killing, Vena's killing, is rubbish. Uh, Linda Bellingham actually looks into the camera. Yeah. I guess to milk her death for all she can. You yeah. know, I think she's looking and going, "You're going to retake this, aren't you?" <laughs> that wasn't the rehearsal. Yeah, um, it's terrible. You said about Dana's got yeah. some bad lines in this and bad delivery. The way she says she's dead, she's about like yeah. twenty feet away. Dana is twenty feet away and says she's dead. How does she know? Yeah, it's, it, I mean, she's, there's a few lines in this where she misdelivers it, and this is one of them. It's it's not convincing at all. Nope, nope. Taron tries shooting, but his gun is melted yeah. in a really rubbish uh, oh. video way. Yeah, and and every time, I mean, Taron as well as Avon, when their guns go. They overact the the pain. It's like, yeah. oh. I like Avon's sneer, though, when he realises his gun doesn't work. Just before he runs yeah. away, he kind of like sneers at the robot, doesn't he? He keeps his gun pointing at it, though. He does. Yeah, don't know what that's... <laughs> and it, this is a mummy film now, because yes, you've... Yeah. Uh, th- 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 this is uh, a Lon Chaney Jr. Yeah, this is uh, Karis version. shumbling after. Sh- shumbling, yeah. yeah. And uh, th- th- they're, they're easily able to outrun him. Um um, and everyone thinks Muller is influencing things. It, that is the real Muller. Uh, yeah. Only Villa seems to suspect something else is up. It, only Villa says, "Did you get a good look at his face?" Yeah, Which is but, good. Villa is more, more 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 in tune to what's going on than they are. Yeah, Villa. I think Villa notices the details, doesn't he? On all on everything he looks at, mm-hmm. um, which suits his character because his his character is all about, you know. Uh, exploiting people, isn't it? So mm. yeah, he would he would study, he would notice body language, he would notice yeah. facial expression. Yeah. No, 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 I think that's really good. Yeah. Uh, they split up, Tarrant and Dana, to go and keep him busy while Avon and Villa try opening the box. Avon goes off for no reason other than to leave Villa alone in this yeah. moment. Yeah, I don't um, know what he's quite doing. I don't know but what he, he was doing. Yeah. I do like his uh, years before T2. He says, I'll be back. I'll be back. I thought <laughs> yeah. that as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Villa's trying to open the box and, and hears footsteps, so yeah. goes and hides in the cupboard. Yeah, cupboards and, we never saw. And cupboards that contain nothing but chef's whites. I don't know. Is this the canteen <laughs> or something? It might be. Yeah. I, I like the way he hides in there, though, and we hear the footsteps yeah. come in. Classic horror movie stuff. Isn't classic it? horror it's movie. Something. Yes, the, the the door opens and uh, it's Sulin. Yeah, Sulin with a great line, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I like Villa's uh, We've Been Looking For You, and in there goes Sulin. Yeah. Um, and Villa very unconvincingly opens that box. I, uh, that, I don't believe for one minute the gadgets he's using are, are, are doing what they're doing. No. Um, this was, this, unfortunately, this was true of all of his, Villa's gadgets, wasn't it? That they mm. were never, you know, we thought, what you think, what is he doing? Yeah, you know, just put a sci-fi a son- sound over the yeah. top of it. and It's the equivalent uh, yeah. of Sonic Screwdriver, isn't it? It is. Over it, really. Yeah, no, no, it's not very good. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Dana lobs a bomb at Muller. Yes, she finally uh, does something true to character that helps the situation. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. 
Um, and, and he gets up out of all those polystyrene uh, boulders, uh, minus his head. And uh, it's now obviously a short guy looking out of a chest plate in that uniform, yes. isn't it? it? Again, it's it's a bit like in the end of Alien when the alien creature falls out of the Narcissus mm. um, uh, when the, she puts the steam purge on it. Um, when when you see it scrabbling about, it's quite obviously a man in a suit. And this is the same. If they'd have shown the android moving on the floor, then cut away, cut to him, stood up, I think it would be better. The fact that you see him standing up, it's mm. so obvious that it's a short man in a in a tall costume. Yes, yes. Really good voice, though. I, li- oh, I like the, the robot's voice, voice. The voice is what, from this point on, the, the voice is what gives it any menace. Because the the um the chap that played him whose name i've already forgotten um his acting with his hands is terrible ah right i've yeah. got later on in my show notes i haven't got there yet but yeah. i've got it down cyber 80s cyberman hand acting yes, this is what yeah, i hate about yeah. the 80s cybermen was yes. that david whatever his name was david uh, banks, but david yeah. banks just over exaggerates yeah. everything with his hands uh, and are this terrible is the same yeah it's it, but the voice is brilliant. This is why is I used to listen to my C90 yeah. so much, was from now onwards, there's this breathiness behind yes. the robot voice. Almost like, like, it's funny you should mention Alien, it's almost like Ash's yeah. voice when mm. where, where, when he's got his severed head. I wonder um, if there's any, any connection to that, because that would have been in people's minds, especially sci-fi mm, fans. And, mm. you know, I, yeah, it could be. No, and he a, loses it, his head as well. He, he does. He does. Uh, terrific. This mm. is how Chavan's voice should have been in yeah. Voice from the Past. You know, can he you would, imagine? He would have still looked ridiculous. Chavan's voice. Where is the Yeah, yeah. Maybe this uh, wouldn't yeah. be so fondly remembered if that was the case. No, about no. He sounds terrific. He really does. Yeah, um, so, yeah um, it's really chilling. It's good. Yeah. Good meanwhile, stuff. Villas open <coughs> the box and they look inside. It's a head. You sure? Where are the sensors? Looks primarily to be an inhibitor system. A what? An android, presumably. And a fairly dangerous one by the look of these restraint circuit backups. What are they supposed to restrain? Antisocial behavior, I should imagine. Like a conscience. More or less. Less if Muller's anything to go by. All right, so there's an android's head containing his conscience, so where's the rest of it? On its way. It was not Muller that you brought back with you. It was the android that he spent his life creating. I think the head on it actually was Muller's. What? But this is its real head. And without it, it has no restraint mechanism, no conscience. It's coming! No escape! You are powerless. Naked. That thing has remote circuit control. Guns tend to blow up. You are no longer masters, but mastered. You will accept your destiny. Why the head? Why take your creator's head? You wanted Muller. You wanted his genius. You imagined you were getting him. So the head was to trick us. Just as the failure of the life support system tricked you into reopening the teleport unit. 
Why come to us? To fulfill our destiny. You mean your destiny and that of Ensor's first brainchild. Where is Orak? Plan to unite with Orak. One being. That could be a lot of power. To you, it will be God. That's not what Orak wants. It's a cheap crash I went. Now, I've completely forgotten this week to get in touch with Phil Stevens. Yes, he's, has he got the original? He's built no, one? no, he, he's built one. Yeah. And I know Phil, and Phil, you know, wherever possible, it likes to go screen accurate and use the real parts. And I did talk to him at Small Space about it, but I don't think we ever went into details about just what he used. So I think what I might try and do is, before this episode is uh, is released, is contact Phil, and yeah, then on the Facebook page, put up, you know, just, just how he went about it. Um, but yes, um, yeah, it's a, it's a crash helmet, a... Um, uh, a converted crash helmet, and of course, uh, Avon knows all about it uh, yes. as soon as he sees it. It's a robot's head. It's an inhibitor's system. Yeah, um, I don't know how, where he's seen one before. Perhaps, no. perhaps, perhaps Avon studied with Ensor as well. Yeah, and he he says something about it's got yeah. a, um, you, you, you know uh, antisocial uh, tendencies, yeah. judging by these restraint bolts yeah. or whatever are why on do, it. Because why if, why would you need a physical a physical size to match the restraint. Mm. I don't get that. Mm. You know, like a weak, <laughs> a weak restraint. Well, my question is, why is Muller making a robot with yeah. such aggressive tendencies that you have to put restraints in there as well? Yeah. And also, why is he doing that and putting all the restrainty bits in an easily removable head? Why didn't mm. he build them into the body? Mm. Like I say, mm. why build, why build that? that capacity in the first place again you can't think about it unless he was why, working why for the military maybe this yeah, is a military possibly. robot although they did say it was a civil outfit so that's true perhaps that's they were true. going to sell it to it's, it's again you can't question it it's the it's the equivalent of why does the big bad wolf you know want want to eat the hardest catch it's, mm. it doesn't make any sense but and this is the same you just gotta buy it on you yeah 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 I, again we get really nice acting from paul darrow and stephen yep. pacey because you know um i love the way you know that paul darrow is saying that's not muller and uh and uh tarrant says actually i think the head was his yeah you know? tarrant is brilliant yeah stephen no, pacey no. does he's got a sort of a sickly look on his face yeah that he's realized that yeah and this crash helmet, this black crash helmet, is its real head. Yes. Um, and all the while it hasn't got it, it's got no conscience. Okay. Now, presumably, it used to have that head on it. Yeah. In well, which I don't case, know. Has it ever worn this head? Was Muller building this? Well, that's what like I was going to say. Yeah. He Be thought, I'll put the restraining bits on last. What could go wrong? Yeah. Because if that originally was on the head, the restraints are there. Therefore, yeah. it wouldn't have killed Muller. Therefore, it wouldn't have removed its own head. Yeah. I, I think he's. I think Muller's a, a bit of an idiot. Mm. And I think he's um, he's built the robot from the feet upwards. Mm. Yeah. That's easy, you know, he's obviously thought that's easiest. And he thought, I'll pop the head on last. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll just turn it on and see what happens. No. Yeah. Um, talking about you know the 80s Cyberman hand acting I had totally yeah. forgotten that when I used to listen to this over and over yeah. on uh, on audio this bit I really really liked about you know Muller's saying about you are powerless naked yeah. when and you've all got like a this when you've got to watch a, a small man 
wave yeah. his arms about in a in a really bad manner. way. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and um, again, Paul Darrow, brilliant. Um, yeah. Asking why the head? Why did you take the head? To which the robot says, "You wanted Muller. You believed you were getting him." And uh, I love it. All all, yeah. all this bit is really really good. Um, and it was apparently to fulfill the destiny of this robot and Aurak. And again, I love the line, to you it will be God. You know, we yeah. we very rarely have any mention of like religion or anything in Blake 7. But I like this, uh, to you it will be God. Yeah, it's, again, it's the old, um, it's the old, uh, I think, was, was it Carl Sagan? No, it was Arthur C. Clarke, wasn't it, that said uh, any sufficiently advanced technology is... Uh, is you can't discern it from magic and it's the same thing and so mm. he, he will be so advanced that yeah he would be to them he would be a god yes yeah a, sli- a slightly uh shambolic god that shuffles about yeah. and wears <laughs> a nice uh, poncho but... he, he's just about a shamble again because uh sulin says she'll go and get orak and i like the the look that uh, villa get gives when avon lobs the head to him and they leg it don't they they yeah. leg it out there rolling trolleys in the robot's path, yes, as Which they rem- go, very, very um, remind me of the scene in um, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, where they're trying to we- <laughs> ward off the Frankenstein monster by pushing medical trolleys at it. Yes, it's the same thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Avon says that they're going to have to get Orac outside, and yeah. um, Avon says the robot it's as powerful as Orac. It's mobile and it has the circuit influencer. They've got to do something about this. Where is Orak? Behind a panel in section four. We have to get Orak outside. Why risk it? Slavery or elimination. You like those options? There is no way that we can destroy that thing. Muller made perfectly sure of that when he built in the circuit influencer. That was real genius. It cost him his head. That's genius. It would have been if he had been able to complete the model. Think of it. It is already as powerful as Orak, and it is mobile, and it has the circuit influencer. That android can control anything that has electronic circuitry. And without that, it's lethal. We have to get this into place. Complete the model to Muller's design. And for that, you need Orak? As bait, to lure it into a trap. So Orak's the bait. What's the trap? It'll take about 20 seconds to get this into place. We must disable it for that long, with a power surge. From? The old hydro plant we found. Now, it still works. The generator's driven by a column of water falling from the dam. Exactly. The android can influence circuits. But it cannot stop falling water turning a generator. Well, who puts on the head? It will be Villain, or it will be me. It'll be you. Um, yeah, they, they can't just, you know, they can't let it go, can they? They've got to... Mm. But got if to they can get the, the head on it, um, if they can get the head on it, everything will be all right. And they've got to use Orak as bait to, to lure it outside to the bridge by the dam. Yeah, by the old hydro plant. Now, do you think these homics built this bridge? Do you think these homics built this dam? Or is it what, you know, the Seskias say, don't they, that uh, uh, they descended into uh, uh, savagery, didn't they, after, yes. after a war? You know, I think then... it must be, because it's, it's of a different, different technological era to what we see the homics yes. are at. Yes. Um, yeah, this is sort of... Industrial Revolution. It is. Oh, I was thinking totally Industrial Revolution time. Yes, yes. Um, Avon says it can influence circuits, but it can't stop water turning a generator. Yeah. 
Um, I love the way as he's saying this, he just so happens to have the cables he needs under the counter that he's yeah. standing next to. He just reaches down and he's got the cables that he needs. Well, he's always, he's always prepared, isn't he? Yes, and I like the line about saying it will be Villa or it will be me and Villa saying it will be you. Yes, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, superb line. Yeah. You're going to have to edit in a lot of lines in this episode. There are, there are. I think, I think we're going to have about 15 yeah. or 16 audio clips. Just play the entire episode we could couldn't we yeah. yes yeah that will be the special episode yeah. one day is just all this um so we finally see outside uh zen and base again we haven't seen it since the very first uh episode of uh season yeah or is it second first second second second, second episode one, isn't it second yeah 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 um it's nice to be outside because it the zen and base is a little bit cheap looking mm. whereas nature's got a better budget and she says, yes yeah this yeah. looks nice and it's not a quarry it's not a quarry, no. Um, no, 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 no. That, that's a nice location Tarrant and Dana are in, and a real location, you know. And um, Avon is up, up up a pole connecting uh, things up with some with rubbish space, space side space, cutters. Yeah, space cutters. Oh, dear, they're awful. Um, they, look, they look so cumbersome compared to just a, a normal pair of wire cutters. Why go to all that trouble? Yeah, and he's got you know? uh, Baben's gloves, isn't he? He has got Baben's gloves on again. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I said earlier, when you, you, you know uh, Avon saying that you have to do better than that, Orac, that that is my joint favourite moment in this story, alongside this one, which is coming up, which is when Orac tries to seduce Sulin. Sulin. Off, Sulin. Switch off. Not yet. It can reach us. Control me. Accept your domination, Sulin. Surrender to your god. Sulin. All clear. Join us, Sulin. We can fulfill your every desire. You wouldn't know where to start. Brilliant. Yes, I've written that down. It's just amazing. It's one of my favourite scenes. Join us, Sulin. Yeah, yeah he's got. He's, he's doing his best to sound sultry, and it just he's trying to. He's a lech. Really yeah. <laughs> he's a pervy lech. Oh, Peter Tudnam must have loved yeah. this. You oh, know. Yeah. You know, all actors like you, you, you know sinking their teeth into a in, yeah. into a, a role or a scene and uh, join us, Sulin. Yeah. And I, I love Glynis Barber's. You wouldn't know where to start. Yeah, it's brilliant. And I love again. I love that that Glynis Barber is playing Sulin as knackered at this point. Yes, yeah. She's out of breath. She's tired, and it it really adds to the the size of the basin that you know what's been happening it would have been easy just to ignore that yeah but yeah it it works really well yeah yeah outside they get to the bridge and yeah avon's got his big studded gloves on uh the dam is opened i'm presuming they filmed that for real that's a real dam that's not stock footage of a dam because you see it it looks looks you see it trickling and then it's it's gushing isn't it yeah i think they just open the sluice gates don't they it looks like it looks like one of those iron iron not iron age whatever age you know the fort type things you see the villages where you can go around and oh and yes like industrial they have them a lot up north for school yes. trips and things it looks like something like that mm, mm. Uh, yeah and uh so yeah the, the the dam is opened avon's connected the bridge up to yeah. the uh power supply uh muller gets on the bridge 
Um, we get a, a little bit of time delay. Oh, you should have power, says Tarrant. And yes. eventually uh, they manage to switch it on and he gets electrocuted and falls yep. over conveniently at the end of the bridge uh, on his back. And uh, yeah. we get this rubbish video effect as Avon connects the head. Well, he, it takes him two attempts, doesn't it? Yeah, it's meant, it. obviously meant to be painful, but Paul Darrow doesn't quite no. pull off what's happening. He, he, he's got a look on his face that like he's, he's breaking wind slightly. Yes, <laughs> it yeah. It doesn't quite work. No, and that is a bad video effect as, yeah. it, is, uh, 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 as it is connected. And he gets knocked video out. Video on film again, isn't it? Don't work. Yeah. Yeah, and we get a line next from Villa, which I still use to this day. Um, not very often, but I still do it. Uh, scabby little rebel. Yes, yeah, I love that. I love scabby little yeah. rebel. Um, yes, um, Orac tells them to destroy the robot. Uh, so Dana goes off and sets charges along yeah. the bridge. Which, if you look on the uh, DVD extras, uh, there's lots of outtakes of. Um, them not sticking to the bridge, yeah, I can, and, I can and continually falling the off. Are not going to be very strong on them. I've only noticed uh, watching this story for this recording that it makes no sense that Dana is actually using the uh, timer bombs that were on the Liberator. Yeah, but it's not a from Star One control. Yeah, but that that the prop is the ones that yeah. they used in Star One. Which yeah, makes no right. sense. They all that any supply of them would have blown up on the Liberator, wouldn't they? Yeah, I suppose they probably thought that most viewers wouldn't remember them. Mm, mm. They didn't count on you. They didn't count on you. Um, Avon comes round and uh, he, he's really pleased that it works yeah. and everything. And um, you know, while he's like recovering from it, you know, Tarrant uh, mouths or silently says "now" to Dana, yeah. and and that's when she blows it blows up uh, the robot. Muller's android. Gone to the great cyberneticists in the sky. You fool. It's superstitious halfwits like you who hold back every advance we make. And arrogance, Avon, like yours and Muller's, which threaten to destroy. Shut up! Yes, master. Yes, blows up the bridge, so they yes. can't get back across it. No, um, and uh, Avon is no longer happy. No, um, again, super. I think this is this is probably my favourite ending to a, a season mm. four episode, and my favourite season four episode, I think. But yeah, this ending is superb. It is because Tarrant's quite smug. You know, yeah. they've won, they've defeated the bad guy, and uh, uh, Avon wipes that smug grin off his face by calling him a fool you fool yeah. you know yeah no one, it, no one does this style of anger like yeah. Darrow does yeah i'm putting this clip in because it's yeah. great because you know um avon says it's superstitious halfwits like you you know that that, that hold mankind back and then Orac counters with an arrogance such as yours you know yes. which puts it at risk to which he goes shut up <laughs> you know? and Orac's like yes master you know yeah. that no it's a brilliant end it's superb it's yeah I think I think this is my favorite season four episode I think it's better what than more than Blake yeah yeah I think so I, I have a few issues with Blake um, which we'll get to when we do the episode but yeah I I think this is my favorite one it's I could I could watch this endlessly. Ah, uh, okay. Have done so quite a bit. Okay. All right. 
Um, I've never really thought about you know ranking um, um, season four in yeah. preference, but that that's something we're going to be doing in episode one hundred. We're going to be yeah. doing all sorts of things like that. Um, okay, well that's the uh, the the story brilliantly finished. Yes. So let's brilliantly go behind the scenes. Um, these locations we've just been talking about, they were filmed at Box Hill, which is just outside Dorking in oh. Surrey. Okay, I thought it was, like you say, was Oop North, um, yeah, because it, yeah, you know, the industrial area and that. But no, no, uh, and that bridge was over the River Mole. Okay, uh-huh. and when they came to uh, film there, uh, it was covered in graffiti at the time. <laughs> okay, and uh, the council said to the BBC, "Yes, you can film there, but as long as you paint it first. Obviously, they had to paint it because yeah. you can't have it with graffiti. The homics, I don't think, were uh, ones for graffiti. And if it no, was, not, it would have been not, offensive to women. Yeah, not very um, big on spray paints, I wouldn't have thought. No, that. no. So the, so the council said, yes, uh, you can, but you need to paint it. We choose the colour, yeah, which is why, they, uh, why, why it was that green colour. Um, but the problem was, when they went to film there, as usual with Blake 7, they always seemed to film in the winter, didn't yeah. they? Um, and just before they were going to film there, it was a very rainy period that winter. And the only day it wasn't raining was the day they had to film there. So that was the day that they painted the bridge. Uh-huh. So, so the painter started at 6.15 in the morning, but it was enamel paint. You know, enamel t- yes, paint takes ages to dry. So 10 o'clock in the morning... Um, when they had to shoot, it was all still wet, so they had to take great care not to touch anything or uh, lean on anything. Um, yeah. And I'm thinking maybe that's why the uh, the uh, the bombs wouldn't stick properly because you're trying Could to stick be, it yeah. to wet yeah. paint. Yeah. You know? right. I'd feel sorry for like the costumes. It's like oh, don't they'll get paint on it. You know, it's like you get hammer right on your yeah 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 your overalls. That's not coming. There's off. no budge in it. Yeah, yeah, and and the BBC actually wanted to blow the bridge up for real. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Paul Darrow's, uh, who grew up in that area, he knew that bridge. It was like 200 years old or something, the bridge. He said, there's no way you're going to get permission to blow that up. And no. indeed, that was refused. That's um, um, class- classic BBC special effects guy, isn't it? There you blow go, it yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it, the bridge has since been demolished, oh. and there, there, there is a new one. I've, I've seen people go to that area, you know, on the Blake 7 location yeah. trips, and uh, it's not the same. Okay, you go to the Headhunter Bridge, but it's not the Headhunter Bridge, so you know it's not really the same, is it? No, we're back to the Jack the Ripper tours, isn't it? When nothing's there, it's not there's yeah, no point yeah, doing it. Yeah. And apparently, during filming, uh, they got a visit from the police All right. because yeah, some people were out walking and they uh, called the police to say that they had seen a headless man. <laughs> Sighted in the woods, wearing that outfit. I mean, yeah. that's, you're going to know something's not right, aren't you? You know, that's not some ghost or anything like that. You know, well, you, wearing that outfit. You know? Yeah, you would think that the, the film cameras would perhaps, tri- you know, trigger someone to think this isn't real. Hmm. Mm, yeah. But there you go. Maybe they were a bit dim. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is the only other episode apart from Power where you actually see uh, the, the the exterior of Zenon. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Vina, Linda Bellingham, the lovely Linda, lovely Linda, um, who I'm I'm guessing a lot of people who are British know her as being the Oxo Mum. Yes, the Oxo Mum, forever typecast. Back when you had adverts were, that were like mini soap operas in themselves, weren't they? Yeah, you know? you'd wait, I mean, literally, I mean, it seems stupid now, but people would literally wait to view the new OXO episode, and you'd have, like, the Radio Times and that would 
they'd tell you when the, the new episode was out and people yeah people love this you know that guy's name you know the guy's name you're going to know him but I know him from another one of these terrible advert soap opera things the guy who played Giles in Buffy oh uh, was, yes um wasn't he Anthony something? Yeah, Anthony Head. Yeah, he was in some Will They, Won't They Yes, it, it was advert, like a Mellow Birds it? thing where it went on forever, didn't it? And that was, that was he, he was more well-known for that when in the Buffy circles when it first started than for mm. anything else. Yes. Um, but yeah, it, it was a sequence of adverts where he was, a, he was the, I mean, this shows how old it was, he was the hunky young next-door neighbour that just moved in. <laughs> and it was a Will They, Won't They because he keeps coming around to lend coffee and borrow coffee, and it's like, oh. what a strange yeah. time this was. And yeah. and like Linda Bellingham was one of them. She was in these Oxo yes, adverts. Yes. It was uh, a good yeah. career, I suppose, if you got into it. If you got, you know, if you got known for being the Oxo lady. Mm. Um, do you remember when? Because they did. We'll have to do an episode on Oxo adverts. But they it started off and they did it went on for years and then they did a final episode where the kids come back from college. And That's and right. Sort of yeah. Do you remember? And then about a year later or six months later, they decided to relaunch it all with a new storyline and a new family. And it was utter bilge and no one was interested. And yeah. it was like sales plummeted. It's so they, they gave up. Yeah. It is madness. Uh, before we go on to Linda's um, uh, genres and stuff like that, I forgot to say um, earlier, you, you, you know, Phil Stevens has recreated yeah. uh, uh, the robot head. And, and the reason he made that was um, at Small Space last year, Gary Holland, who owns uh, yep. Muller's outfit, um, they had a marrying up of the uh, of the costume yeah. with the head, and uh, yeah, that was a, a nice moment to see Phil Stevens actually plonking the uh, the, the the head on the top. He d- he wasn't wearing the studded gloves of Avon's, no. and we didn't have a crappy video effect, but that was nice. It's nice to see. Be at, uh, maximum power. It would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would I be good. Have me fourth season Avon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There you go. Have I you got the study gloves? Out in a yes. convincing way. Right, you, you, you've, you've got a few months to make some big study chunky gloves, study yeah. gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now with mobile phones and that, I'm sure we could put a video effect on yeah. if you if you try. It would probably be it. better than the, probably be better than <laughs> the one that was on the program. All right, let's get back to Linda Bellingham. Yes, yes Oxo Mum. I also remember her um, from my times as, as a projectionist uh, in the early '80s. She had uh, quite a, a, an appearance in grubby films. Let's put yes, it that way. Yeah. The uh, the soft, not pornography, but the soft. In it was. I don't know whether it was a big thing anywhere else in the world, but there was a a, a whole period, sort of mid to late '70s, where soft core soft, titillation. Yes usually terrible comedies and generally not really showing anything by today's standards I mean, it was like a strong of... Benny Hill basically yes, wasn't yeah. it ben, <laughs> Benny Hill with, with some boobies nipples yeah. yes um, <laughs> yeah there was a hard there was like loads of women like Percy's Progress and Huel Bennett was in them I mean, yes they used to get very famous actors to appear in this utter they, they weren't pornography yeah. they were just no, smut no. They weren't were smart, they that, yeah. they were yeah, the, smut uh, films they, they were sort of carry on to the next level. And I mean, indeed, carry on the later couple of carry ons actually. They went, were they yeah, were edging to close to that, yeah. weren't they? Yes. Yeah. yeah. There was the confessions films, wasn't yes, exactly. it? You usually had Robin Asquith yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. She was in some of them. Stand Up Virgin Soldiers was yes. another one that yeah. I showed that she was in. Yes. So, yeah, she had a bit of a career in that. Yeah, but I mean, she, yeah. was, she was a bit of a hottie for a. 
a period. Wasn't oh, she, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. But again, a very low genre tally. Yeah. Um, well, I, yeah. I mean, I know. I know. I mean, I know the other, everyone knows the other one. It um, is. It's Blake yeah. Seven and the one you're talking about. Yes, Do you want to say yeah. what she, she uh, was? She was the Inquisitor in Doctor Who in uh, Trial of the Time Lord season. Yep. Colin Baker's second season, full season. Mm-hmm. And she was the, the basically the presiding uh, judge, judge at, wasn't his, she, yeah. at his uh, uh, trial. Um, she was really good in it. She's, she's a good actress. Um, yeah, no, she was good in it. But again, all the way through it, I'm thinking, you're the Oxo. Yeah, that, that, that was the curse of JNT's celebrity casting. That yeah. you cast a lot of people that you knew from other things. And sometimes it works, but mainly you go, yeah, oh, it's the Oxo mum. Well, this is the problem I had with dinner. her yeah. in, in Blake 7. The, the, yeah. Uh, is, yeah, it's the Oxo mum. It's the same as Beryl Reed in Doctor Who. It's yes. like, yeah, but yep. you're Beryl Reed. You know, I can't believe in this character because you're Beryl Reed. It's the mm. same with Vina here. No, you're the Oxo mum. Yeah. You know? I've got, a, I've got a, a Wogan on disc somewhere from... And it was from the Trial of a Time Lord season. And uh, Colin Baker's there and he's got a beard. He looks really good with a beard on. Uh, and she's there. And she comes across as so much fun. Mm. And so bubbly and so sort of clever and witty. Mm. Um, it's, yeah, so it's a shame she didn't do more mm. genre stuff. Mm. Mm. Yeah, as I say, only a genre tally of two. Yeah. Uh, very low, very low. Um, was it worth it? Um, probably not. Well, probably not, because they were after, they wanted Muller. I mean, mm. Muller, by, the, by the start of the episode, Muller's already dead. But then if they hadn't, would the robot have tried to track them down separately because it wanted Aurak? So it's probably worth it that they at least were aware of the situation and, and could plan for it. Well, I was but, thinking if, if, if they hadn't gone there, would the Muller robot have gone to the Federation? Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Because it's like got all say, these circuit they... influences and everything. That yeah. would make the Federation very powerful. What was he building it for? I suppose is the question. Mm. Isn't it? What, yeah, like what... you say, it was a civilian. Yeah. Cartel. I mean, I can't see him doing all this, putting all this effort into it, and have it sat on a car manufacturing belt like we use robots. <laughs> yeah. And all, all it was doing was Muller, the Miller robot was just sat there putting bolts in. Mm. I can't. Mm. I don't think so. I reckon it was a weapon of war. I think you're right. What, yes. else, what other point would it have? Yeah. 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 It has the aggressiveness of it, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah. You don't get that on a, a car production line from a robot. Well, I, I mean, you generally don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll, shall we say no? Yeah, I think no, it wasn't worth right. it. Okay, no, it wasn't although, worth it. Although, um, from our point of view, it was, because it was a great episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, next on, uh, shout-out time. All right. And nice we've got shout-out. two this week. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First up, uh, from our Facebook page, uh, we've got somebody called Megan Cassidy. So, uh, good day, Megan, because I know she's in Australia. Okay, I was think that, she's was our that first. Racially insensitive? No, no, no. I've got I've got Australian friends, and and they always oh. say good day to good me. Day, mate. So, yeah. So uh, shrimp on the barbie. There you go. That's <laughs> no, no, no. It's gone it? a bit too far. Is it too far? Oh, <laughs> a bit too far. No. So, you know, hello, Megan. I think I think she's our first known uh, international yes, friend We've on Facebook. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, no, this week I've had a short conversation with her on Facebook uh, right. about our what, feature so character Megat. Megat. Yes, because Doctor Who, of course, um, 
was aired in Australia very mm. shortly after it was aired here. So they, they sort of grew up with that. So when was Blake 7 shown in Australia? Blake 7, I, th- I think it was something like six to nine months after the BBC oh. uh, aired it. Yeah, they, they, they weren't far behind. Uh, not not far, and and there is quite a following, I think, in Australia of, oh, okay. of Blake Seven. Yeah, but no, she she was lovely. Uh, we had a nice little conversation, and she had some nice things to say about us, uh, which modesty prevents we me from like repeating. That. But uh, thank you, Megan. It's uh, very much appreciated. Yes, it's nice to have some anti- antipodean. Is that the word? Fans. <laughs> Yeah, well, if you say so, yes. I, I wouldn't attempt to say that. Um, and uh, the second shout-out is back on iTunes. Okay, I don't know this person's name. All I know is their, their iTunes um, ID, or yeah. whatever you call them. Um, uh, KCDC230. All right. like one of C3PO's cousins, doesn't yes. it? Yes, who, uh, who gave us a lovely review on oh. iTunes. So thank you, uh, KCDC. What, what did they say? Uh, well, I'm... I'll give you a truncated version, okay? Because you know we're British and we're not given over uh, for praise. No. Uh, we're not very often we're given cause to, to it, have yeah. praise. Um, but this is a bit of it. And again, you don't know about this bit. No, I didn't ever see any of this. So. Here we go. Here we go. Eric and Ian's ramblings are by far the most entertaining and informative of all. Watch out for Ian's puns. Always worth a smile. Eric's battles with recording technology and occasional interruptions from the third member of the team, Ian's cat. Oh, that's so lovely. Is that your cat purr in there? (laughs) What timing? What timing? Your cat gets a mention on iTunes. Oh, see, that makes me very happy. She's, yeah. I mean, she's appeared, she started appearing in my YouTube yeah, on channel. On your YouTube well. channel, yeah. Because yeah. every time, I mean, she's sat on my lap now. Every time I sit at my uh, workbench to do some painting, boom, she's up there. And mm. she likes to take part, but she likes to headbutt the paintbrushes I'm painting. That explains your paint jobs. It does, yeah. That's why my <laughs> eyes are like streaks across people. Yeah. Um, but yeah. no, she's, uh, oh, that's very nice. Thank you. Yes, um, yeah, Casey DC, thank you very much. And thank you, Megan. Yes. Yes, yeah. thank you, Megan. All right, well, that's us nearly over, so uh, we have to announce what we're going to do next time. And uh, next time, of course, it's special episode time. Yes. And it's a special special, it's rather special, this, because for the first time, we're going to have a guest star. Uh, Well, all being well, okay, but uh, we we, we We actually haven't haven't done it yet. We haven't recorded this yet, so, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but, yeah, join us next time where there might be three of us, and uh, we're going to have a look at something that's called... The Civil Administration Ship London. Yes. All right. Good old London. Good old London town we're going to. All right. Okay. Thank you, Ian. No, thank you. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to be speaking to you in six days, not seven. Yes. For our recording. Hopefully we can pull this off. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, everyone out there, yeah, um, come back in a week. And uh, see you then. Right. Bye-bye. Thanks, then. Bye.